Do not leave the meeting. Got it. There it goes. All right. Just have to make sure. Because the last time <laughs> was embarrassment. For who? What do you mean for who? For you. I wasn't embarrassed. Wowzer. That's my natural element. Why would mm. I embarrass? be embarrassed of something that's innate in me? That's not... You're telling me to choose how to be embarrassed or not? Like, no, that don't work. No, not even cowboy or cowgirl in this case. Cow person. I'm being And I'm going to ride him exclusive. like a rodeo. There it is. And that's on what? That's where you're supposed to I'm not to with you, Chanel. Per. Nope. Or, or period. No. Or no. one of those. I was just that. trying to change the lanes of where you were trying to go because you were getting at my neck. <laughs> All evening, so. What do you mean? <laughs> You're the one that's being very spicy right now, and it's... Well, look at the <sighs> tables turning. Look at the tables shaking. Oh, baby. <laughs> imitation is the greatest form of flattery, so thanks. Do you feel flattered? If you want to imitate me, sure, why not? And there it is. <laughs> Mission complete. <laughs> There's something Friend about, about you this me. week. I can't put my finger on it. There is something about you this week that I just can't put my finger on. I am not going to allow stress, anxiety, and other things to keep me down. That's what it is. I won't do it. Good for you. Good for you. I, I'm proud of you. Shan't do it. Nope, 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 nope. So this is me injecting positivity, energy, lift, oomph, into this episode. That's it. I hear you, buddy. Oh, buddy. <laughs> wow. To, All right. I'm reading your room. It's giving me buddy. <laughs> so. Damn, so I tried. I tried. Look, the days have been stressful for everybody. So I'm just trying to lighten the mood. Between between the street streeting and, you know, oh, people you was out, in the out here. No, but okay. uh, when I'm inside, I hear the streets are going crazy. People are shooting um, and robberies. And, oh, oh. And Where do you lot. live? Uh, you know I live in, in Brooklyn, New York. You, you know this. I, I must have slipped my mind. What was it? I mean, you heard about the thing that happened weeks ago in the subway. And all those I did. Things. So, I did. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a thing. The streets are wilding. You know, the masks are... Unmasked. Uh, it's it's just too much. I I am not gonna allow all those outside pressures to bring me down. You sound your age. What? You know what? I'm gonna take that as a compliment. I sound mature and I sound grown. That's oh, sure. That's a, a good way of saying that. All right, and to not. Uh, yeah, we're not. Nope, I'm not going to entertain your uh, spiciness right now. That's what I'm not going to do. That's fine. All right. Because I'm going right. to ride him like a rodeo. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sophisticated ignorance. You slide it right in, didn't you? Nope. Don't do that. That's good. Queen of the block. I am evolving, okay? All right. Here we go again. 
What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Sophisticated Ignorance, the podcast. I'm Vixen J. And I am Sophisticated Rove. Ow. We, we love this hat on you. I'm telling you, every Thank time you. you wear it, it gives Carmen San Diego. I love it. That was not what I was going for, so I won't wear it again. And if that gives <laughs> you, Carmen, I could only imagine what it gives the audience. So it's now retired. <clears throat> Why? <laughs> Why would you do this that? This was supposed to give you Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh, right. From that, lem- not the Lemonade. Oh, yes, the Lemonade music video, right? Yeah. See, and I could have put the twist things. in oh. with the whole all black, but I didn't. But it wasn't given, so clearly you don't see Beyonce when you see me. So that hurts my feelings, and I'm kind of frustrated now with that. So but now it's gone. There's there's Beyonce in all of us. Is that not the case? Not true at all. There's some people who don't have a lick of Beyonce in them, <laughs> and they believe they do. Wow. You heard that, people? Uh, Roby threw shade to all of y'all. All of y'all. They know who they are. I mean, do they? Some people just don't have that Beyonce. It's the truth. I'm not shading anyone. The people who know that they are the Beyonce of their group, they know who they are. And the people who aren't, and they are the you know Michelles or the Kellys, they know who they are. You know your role. Don't act right. Don't act out now. Come on. Okay, that sounds personal. I'm not gonna even touch that. <laughs> okay. That's okay. I'm glad you are the Michelle to my Beyonce though. Absolutely and not. <laughs> okay. What? Wow. You Is this t- the wrong with being Michelle? The wow. F- the fact that you fixed to, to say that. From the soul. Wow. All right. This is what we're doing. Okay. So you wait, you can't be Michelle? Why Why can't you be Michelle? And who's going to be Kelly? Because I've already established that I'm Beyonce. And I could do dual roles with Kelly and Beyonce. So why couldn't I be Kelly? Because you have the vocal range of Michelle. How? Houseway. You've never heard me say. You know what? We're getting off track. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> we are getting off track, and I'm not going to entertain this. <laughs> hey. Sorry. Uh, uh, and, well, you finished. So, good job. Moving swiftly along. Um, Full of it. <laughs> on today's episode, uh, we're going to talk about the over-sexualization of children uh, in society. And I know that's a very hard segue, but, um, you know, I think... Yeah. Yeah, it's a wild segue. Uh, But I feel like, you know, across our conversations or across our musings on the internet, we've seen a lot of examples of younger children. And we're talking about, like, kids. We're not just talking about, like, young adults. We're just talking about kids. Um, Mm -hmm you know, being over-sexualized, whether by, you know, older people of a different gender or, you know, people's parents or, you know, different parties. So we just wanted to kind of break down why it is that this happens, um, what is the damaging effects of sexualizing children, and, you know, seeing that young kids are being exposed to sexual acts or sexual situations at a young age, you know, how do we properly navigate those conversations and make sure that, you know, because we can't remove sex from the conversation when it comes to just what's out there, right? Um, so how do we navigate around it and how do we have healthier conversations about sex other than, yeah, like, raunchy, nasty, 
you know, bust it down. Oh my gosh. What? What am I saying? What? What? All right. <laughs> no. Nope. I, I heard it, and then I was just like, what the fuck am I saying right now? I don't like it. All right. <laughs> Moving on. This is a serious topic. Who can't be saying it is. wild you, shit like you're this? The one, you've been laughing and yucking it up, and no, I'm like, I'm, whoa. I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because I don't know why those particular words came out of my mouth. All right. Doesn't matter. Moving on. Moving on. Yes. The point is, is that, you know, certain... In certain cases, um, once again, children, especially when it comes to the internet, are seen in a sexualized way. And, you know, Mm -hmm. that's obviously from creeps and other things. So I think one of the major questions to start off with is, do you think um, children in today's generation is exposed to sex too early? And that's whether to TV, social media, you know, their own circles, such like their parents, friends. Um, You know, let's just start off there. What do you think? I believe that, well, I can only speak from my own personal experience. I wasn't really exposed to to sex at a young age. However, um, when I was around my peers, I would hear different stories and I was exposed to sex, uh, I guess, innocently. I mean, I knew that a man and a woman got together, but I didn't know the exact like breakdown and the science behind it. Um, it was, a a, a time period where, uh, this is going to sound so weird, but like there was a bunch of kids, right? We would all be playing like outside. That was a thing we used to play outside. And then like two of my friends would run off and like, we'll go somewhere. And then everybody would be like, Oh my God, they're, they're making out or they're doing this or they're touching each other. And I'm like, yo, what what y'all doing? Like, are we like into voyeurism now? Like, it's kind of weird, but (laughs) I realized because we're all looking cause we don't know. We like, we don't know. Like this is something brand new. Like, how do you do this? What do you do? And then it's like, they must've just been mimicking what they themselves have saw or, child has saw and they wanted to see you know what it's like you know because at, at that age all we're doing is exploring figuring out our self identities uh seeing what we can get away with at that age so um for me in my experience it was mostly my peers now regarding like today now sex is all over the damn tv i remember when we couldn't say like damn and ass on on actual publications like Fox or ABC or NBC, right. like those certain words were blurred out, but you can say whatever the hell you want. FCC doesn't care anymore. Nothing is censored. Like even with um, Married with Children, they had a bunch of sex jokes, but you had to really understand the context of the joke and actually know like words and definitions. Right now, they're just be like, okay, we're just gonna go have sex upstairs and try to do something extra freaky. There's like no type of <laughs> rhythm or dance to it when, when they're screening like shows and stuff. So that's a, a lot of that has changed. And also now, we were only forced to watch a certain set of shows, I guess, when we were younger. Not everything's on a, a streaming platform. Kids, even though they have Netflix kids and kids this and blah, 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 kids are going to find a way to watch something that they're not supposed to anyway. And everything is all about sex or relationships or reality TV or even cartoons. <laughs> Some of the adult cartoons that you think are cartoons is 
strictly about sex. So. Right. And, you know, I, I think it's interesting how you mentioned just the notion of, you know, t- TV and being exposed to it in that in that way. Um, you know, we think about like the current like television ratings, like PG-13, right? Uh, and at 13 years old... Are ratings you know, still a thing? <laughs> Is that yes. still a thing in 2022? It, I don't think I've seen a rating. Do you, do you not watch TV and see the ratings? I mean, I probably not, not Probably not much on like streaming networks. Or no, depending on right. the streaming network, there are like PG or rated PG-13 or rated... No, remember PG. when we were younger, they would put it like that little white box in the upper... Right, like, that's when we had corner. a whole box TV. But I'm right, talking about but now. now they don't even have that now. All they say is mature audiences only. And then that's it, like real fast, <laughs> like real low, mature. And then, you know, you're like, oh shit, all right, I'm mature. I'm mature, yeah, I'm gonna watch this. No, but it they also shows have that the letters. No, no, it shows the letters like language I haven't and, seen a letter... Adult oh, okay, situations language. and okay, all okay. Stuff. Yeah. Nah, they have NC-17. Oh, shit, we about to see some boobs. Like, some shit like that. What, what NC-17 programming have you been that exposed was, to? I'm not just saying. That's back in the day, common. when you would see that. Ah, um, Lord have mercy. They, you know what? You're trying to get at me. I'm trying to no, make a point right now. Oh, right, I'm listening. I'm, I'm trying listening, to make a point, listening. right. I'm listening. Like, before then, you would see, and then I guess in that aspect, when kids see something like mature or rated R or NT seventeen, mm-hmm. it's like, oh shit, this is something I'm not supposed to see. Let me exactly. see what the fuck it is. Of course. But there's not even that anymore. It's just that oh mature audience, and it's like it doesn't even like put fear in the heart. I remember if that came on and it was loud and be like rated NT seventeen, I'm like, where's my mom? Hope she don't see me watching this. <laughs> like I get scared, put fear yeah. in my heart. But now kids aren't scared of anything no more, at all. I mean, look, the internet is free. Everything is easily accessible. Internet is even, free, for real. You know, My parents you, didn't even talk to me about sex. They'd be like, oh, you're a big girl now. You know what she's not supposed to do. Boom. Bible that's now. Not, and I'm like, that's, okay. that's a horrible, right. That is a horrible <laughs> way to have to talk. Horrible. No I, details. Honest, no type hands, of... hands to God, I've never had the sex talk with my parents. Neither me. Like, I learned through sex. Through health class, thank God for my health teacher in junior high school, and ultimately going to medical school. But I did not know anything about sex. And I'm sure that any other guy that if I tried to pursue any type of romantic relationship if I was young when I was younger, they didn't know shit about sex either. I think we mm-hmm. had this one thing in youth fellowship about safe sex versus safe sex. And I was like, oh my God. Like, that, that was, like, the biggest extent of sex that I've had. So, I wasn't really exposed to it. So, knowing that me, I'm part of a generation of children that might represent a lot of kids who haven't had that sex talk with their parents, this is how they explore sex, by seeing stuff, hearing about things, mimicking things, and just trying things out. And I guess that's just how sex is, from my right. perspective. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, when we were younger, we'd see what adults would be doing around us and then we'd mimic that as horrible as it may be. Like, I remember, and I'm telling wrong, telling myself, but nothing happened. But I remember um, when I was, like, younger, uh, me and, like, my next-door neighbor, we would mess around. But we didn't know what the heck we were doing. We were, like, five, six. But I, I, I say mess around because that's, in our heads, what it meant. And literally, it was us lying on top of each other with our bellies touching. 
And we thought, oh boy, <laughs> we are doing it. And we didn't know what the heck we were doing. <laughs> to the point where we were like trying to hide and sneak. And But the thing is, once again, we were But you only, knew something we, was wrong. Because you were well, trying to hide Well, not necessarily wrong, but it was more like we didn't know what we were doing, period. Right? We were just mimicking what we thought it was. And we didn't really mm-hmm. know... The dynamics is, once again, we're five and six. But the fact that we were exposed enough to even try to mimic that or try to recreate that, we knew that it was something, but we didn't know the full story. And similar to you, you know, I was um, exposed to uh, sex through school, through health class and all that stuff. Like, starting in elementary, then the conversations got a little bit more advanced in high school. But ultimately, um, you know, one of the first notions that I had when it, came to like my family members like i remember when my brother my cousin used to um somehow get like you know like porn off a tape or whatever or you know if you are old enough to remember cable you'd probably hack your cable box and tap into like skinamax or some shit like that and man that's the safe one you're supposed to go to the spice channel no no i mean 66 (laughs) you know you know you know the number you know the exact thing. You know how to do it. <laughs> yes, give us, give us a code. Right now. Nope, <laughs> give nope, us a cheat nope. code, please. This is your... This, nope. <laughs> I, no, but anyway... It's just that. Like, they used to watch that and they used to like, you know, keep me away from it on some, no, oh, you're too young for this. And I remember getting upset because like, yo, I want to hang out with the boys. But on top of that, I want to watch what they're watching. So I knew mm-hmm. that it was yeah. something that I wasn't supposed to be exposed to. But then later on... You know, I was, you know, introduced to like softcore porn and then, you know, hardcore stuff or whatever. But that was around like junior high school. Yeah, like junior high school time about that's when all that happened. So I was exposed to sex as a young age and that. And with not having to talk and with not having those proper conversations about it, it resulted in my whole relationship with what that meant to be very skewed. You know what I mean? Until I got older. So... I just think that, yep. you know, it's definitely a generational thing of how we were exposed to it, how kids and younger people are exposed to it now. But I want to kind of go back to TV real quick because, um, you know, even as adults, you know, we we see situations where we watch shows like Euphoria, Sex Education, and all these other uh, YA shows where they portray younger adults in adult situations. So for those who watch Euphoria, now keep in mind, all the characters on that show are in high school. (laughs) They are very much underage. But at the same time, we see them doing drugs, we see them having sex, we see them doing all these things, and we get desensitized to it because we're not thinking of them as actual kids. We're thinking of them as adult actors portraying kids. So it's okay in our brains. But realistically, it's like, yo, even outside of the fiction of it, it's like, all right, we're watching these high schoolers, like, have, you know, extreme adult experiences. Adult life. Right. Yeah. Have extreme adult experiences outside of, like, paying mortgage rent. You know what I mean? And and for us, it's like, yo, that's cool or that's okay or, like, that's normal. And it shouldn't be, realistically. But we get caught up in that, you know. Um, one of my favorite shows, Riverdale, is a guilty pleasure, whatever, don't judge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, in the earlier seasons, for those who are familiar with the show... All these people were in high school and they were doing adult shit like having sex, getting into fights with a whole adults. It was just wild. Like, the show itself was crazy. It's been but... going on. 90210, Dawson's Creek, uh, Buffy. This is this is how it's always been. Like, 
young yeah. people are exploring themselves <laughs> younger and younger. Hell, maybe next time they might have a show in junior high school. And I mean, they, I think they had something like that, right? Wasn't that Ooh. Zoe 101? Where she I got pregnant so. and, I, they, and they put what, it into the show? Oh, I had no I idea. I don't, watch, I don't watch that. I don't know about Zoe I don't know for sure. I, I, I haven't fact checked. <laughs> so whoever's listening, I haven't fact checked it. I know she got pregnant. I don't know if they put it into the show or she got fired from the show because of that. But all of that being said, it's that's always been the trend. Uh, I guess growing up that I've seen in TV personally. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Um, and once again, keep in mind, probably not, or probably I haven't even thought about that because I think at this point, after seeing all those examples, it's just become normalized. You know what I mean? That we see young children or younger adults in adult situations, and that's just either something we grew up with. So it was like, yeah, I get it. I was having like the amount of times I hear people saying, yo, I had sex. Well, the first time I had sex was when I was in high school. I'm just like, I can't even imagine that because, I mean, that was one, not my focus. Two, no one was checking for me at that point anyway. But on top Same. of that, I was like, Same. yo, like high school, like, yo, I was worried about one, just sneaking out to hang out with friends or, you know, trying to study. You hung out with friends? I didn't even get out, let, let, let out the house. Like I, I didn't, I didn't hang out with friends like that. Like I used to cut school to like go play card games and shit like that was the most of my rebel youth but what i'm saying is the fact that most of my friends or the people i know now is like yeah i had sex in high school like like that's supposed to be a normal thing which i guess in certain cases like all right if you are going to be exposed or if you have been exposed to sex at a young age at some point in our teenage years that is something that, or a choice that you may make whether you are experienced or not right um I remember my peers around me, like, pressuring me at that point when I was a virgin, where it was like, yo, you haven't had sex yet, da-da-da. And I felt that peer pressure, and it was like, damn, I need to have sex soon. And this was when I was in college, when I lost my virginity. And it was just like, damn, I fell into that pressure, and I wish I had it because, you know, I would have probably made better decisions. Who knows? Whatever. I mean, it's in the past now, but, I mean, these things happen. So... I mean, kind of going back. It's so back, funny that you yeah, said that yeah. about college, not to cut you off, but no, no, that's fine. like you said, we, we mimic what our parents do and you know that we're both Caribbean and we have a Caribbean background. So mm-hmm. I used to love dancing and you know, we dance, we wine, we dutty wine, we do all of that. So again, of in college, I was tearing up the dance floor. I was busting it. I was doing everything. People were like, <laughs> yo, why you dance like that? You can't be dancing like that. You were, you a virgin. I'm like, I'm very much so a virgin because I'm not getting sexually aroused. I'm enjoying the music and I'm dancing how I grew up dancing. Like, you know, we just whine, we shake, we move our hips, have fun. So for years in college, until my senior year, like for years in college, it was like, yo, you can't be dancing like that and you're a virgin. And I felt pressured and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to just have sex with the next dude I talked to and mm. it was terrible. <laughs> I was a because... senior in college. I'm like, I'm not going to graduate as a virgin. <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm that not graduating as a virgin. And I do regret it. If I could go back, I would, I wouldn't do it. Word. But whatever. That's besides the point. That's the past. <laughs> <clears throat> but yes, um, I want to talk about also, um, when we talk about like young people and social media, 
um, you know, the creeps always show their face. The creeps oh. always tell on themselves, right? Oh. You know, you're on social media, uh, you see a young girl who is very evidently under 18, and all the guys yeah. just go gawking like, yes, oh, mm, damn, just got to wait till she's 18, and then I'm about to boop, 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 boop. Um, it's the audacity for me that they actually took the time out to write it, read it again, publish it, mm. and let it marinate for other people to see on yeah. social media. That, that, oh, that's yeah. what kills me. Their accounts are open. Their profile pictures are full effect. Like, the biggest example is Chloe Haley, right? Um, Chloe Bailey. So, before, you know, her and her sister turned 18, uh, you know, people saw them on, you know, Grownish, that show, whatever. They were very much under the age of 18. And, yes, as developing young women, you know, they're showing themselves on, on the internet, as they should, because... Is their bodies, they have autonomy. But older men are just like gawking and drooling at them, like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, They're like Chloe, Haley, yeah. Mm, Chloe, I want to get in that. I just got to wait till she's 18. And it's like, ew, you're a creep, one. Two, mm-hmm. it's just like the fact that you have to wait till someone's legal. And even that term has become extremely loose. Like, what does legal really mean these days, except on paper, all right, you're at a certain age, you have access to A, B, and C. But that's a whole different story in itself but it's just like you're waiting till someone's legal for you to now sexualize them in a way where you desire them and it's just like but at some point you would have had to be desiring them prior to so mm-hmm. but then it's like nah but i'm not i don't believe it's statutory whatever and it's just it's mind-boggling like case in point anthony anderson um the guy from blackish um people were kind of side-eyeing him when he would comment on Chloe's post on Instagram, for example, knowing that she was very much either underage or very much like a huge age gap. And, you know, they were just kind of calling him out for being kind of creepy under her post, like commenting like beautiful and yes, like, you know, tunic on or tunic off or something like that. And mm. I think we, you know, we tend to, I mean, don't we call out these men who are showing these type of predatory-ish behaviors i feel like at the same time it gets so normalized to where some of these things are under the rug unless it's extremely egregious and then we start you know calling out people and putting them on blast um what do do you think i i think we definitely need to not only call them out on blast but to put them in check too and you know i saw something on twitter and you know I guess it was it was a baby. It, baby couldn't be more than two years old. She, I guess, her mom wanted to dress her up, you know, have a little like head knot bun, and she had like a a little crop top over her her chest area, and some really tight pants with bell bottoms and some shoes on. And hand to God, there was a tweet from a guy who replied to her mom saying, "Oh, my pretty girl," and he's like, "Oh, I can't wait till she gets older," and I'm like, "Huh?" Warning. Full retweet. Full retweet. And I'm like, you know you retweeted that. This wasn't just in your head. Like, it actually came out to play. You're telling me that you are sexualizing a baby right now. She's a baby that's just whatever. However she's dressed, you you don't have a right to say, I'm going to wait until she gets older or she's of age. Like, that just shows one, predatory skills. That's definitely a call for some kind of, I don't know. I don't know how the legal system works in regards to just comments. But there should be some kind of 
you know, rep- something, something to reprimand them for, for even doing that. Like, how are you reposting a picture that's not yours, commenting on it, having predatory connotation behind it, and think it's okay? Yeah. It's like, giving 911. It's giving officers arrest him. I... I'm just <laughs> like, tweets, like, where are the days Chris Hansen is? Because he would have just bust out the room and say, um, sorry, who are you here to meet? And it, that's been lost. <laughs> like, even then, it was just, and I felt like that put a little fear in, in Predator's, you know, arm. It's like, what would you do on TV? You don't want to do something and get caught on camera. Same thing with Chris Hansen. He's out there, and, like, even though they have uh, predatory tendencies, it was still, like, a check, like, Hey, I might be getting set up for something like, and that might have just saved a life from a child from like trauma and everything like that. But they don't even have that anymore. Like it's so desensitized now. Like, all right, you know, we know who they are, but we just got to catch them. But it, it goes deeper than that. Word. Much, much deeper than that. We should yeah. have a Chris Hansen of 2022. We need a Chris Hansen on Twitter. We need someone to sell <laughs> on some. Tricking niggas in the DMs, and then when they're <laughs> exposed, now putting all the business out there. I need someone to take the reins because it's getting ridiculous <laughs> out here. Nah, for real. There was another guy that was tweeting like, "Yo, um, once a girl hits nineteen, then da da da." And it's just like, I mean, look. I mean, if you want to have the moral conversation of what is legal or what's grown and what's not grown, that's fine. But even just the the predatory nature of like an older man trying to get with an 18, 19-year-old is already dutty. It's just like, come on. They, they they are still, not even just like their brains are still developing, that's one thing, but it's just like, just the fact that you have a whole t- stopwatch waiting for this person to get to a legal age to then feel like, oh, they're ripe for the picking. Yes, let me pursue that if I wanted to. Or they're free range. And it's, I mean, and look, it happens with women too. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's not just a yeah. older man. Whatever. And it happens. Yeah. It happens but the across, sad part is. Uh, mm-hmm. LGBTQ communities as well, too. This is something that just popped up on my timeline recently. And it was interesting that I started seeing this more about a lot of uh, younger women who are lesbians, who identified as lesbians when they're like 14 or 15. They get into full on relationships with people who are in their mid 20s and 30s. And it's never been ashamed. And then it's like they're grooming them for until they reach a certain age and then still go ahead and do predatory things. And they're like, oh, this is my girlfriend. And because we are the same sex, it's okay. It's not okay. Whatever it is, not okay. Like right now. And then, you know, whatever damage has been done throughout the years, you with this person throughout their whole whole adolescence their whole young adulthood maybe even into their 30s because a lot of the women that i see now are in their early 30s talking about their past relationship with people who are in their 50s and 60s that's a problem Mm -hmm. it is and let's not even talk about the people who are walking around here who have naturally or have at some point been sexually assaulted by someone older than them when they were a kid and then walking around like yo that that's normal or that's something that should be dismissed. Case in point, a lot of older women, you know, uh, predatory, being predatory with younger men and just the mm-hmm. natural, um, I guess the normalizing of that where it's like, I, yeah, as a young man, 
you know, if you're not getting with you know, an older chick. You know, you're going to be a man, right. Or, yeah, men, boys will be boys or like, you know what I'm saying? Makes like, you aggressive and you're going to be hypersexual and exactly. And you the a fact man. that an older woman would then, you know, engage with a younger um, guy, you know what I'm saying? And the label of sexual predators not being put on them, that's, that's, uh, I think now currently, you know, that conversation has been debunked and that's been, coming more normalized where it's like, yo, regardless of gender, regardless of orientation, you know, you preying on a younger person um, or having any type of sexual experience with a younger person is statutory. So I'm glad that the conversation has become a little bit more mainstream now instead of in the past where it's like double standards and blurred lines, whatever. It's hushed, um, sh- yeah. full of shame. Yeah. But, you know, you in certain fact, but... It. And then we have the typical conversation of certain family members, you know, preying on younger people. Like, we can get into all that. But the overall consensus is that regardless of the social circle or, or, you know, network that you're in, younger people are being exposed to sex much quicker than when we were in the past. So I think, once again, knowing that, you know, there's not really much of a way to avoid it, I mean, especially... Unless you're like a vigilant parent or a vigilant, you know, person who, you know, protects their children, which is fine. But in the cases where children are exposed to these things, how do we properly educate them about sex? Or should there be a conversation of teaching, um, you know, young people to be patient until they're ready? Like, what is the right course of action in this case? You know, um what do you think? I, you know, everything Everything has to be, I guess, personalized to each parental goal and each child. You know, everybody's different. But one thing that I've seen, like, with uh, some of my friends who are parents and uh, have children is that the earlier you start them off, the better. And even at young age, you know, my friend would tell my godson, this is your penis. Uh, that's a woman's vagina. If someone touches you, this is what you should do. This is what you should say. Come to me. Never be afraid. If anyone threatens you, tell me. Because in a lot of scenarios, when this stuff happens, they'll say, oh, he touched my no-no. What's a no-no? Like, there has to be, like, clear definitions for... Because children are little people, and they they comprehend Mm -hmm. very well, and they're very smart. They soak up everything. So... Being able to let them know what the exact meaning and definition is, and it's like your private space, no one's supposed to be there. A lot of these stories are people touch uh, children in places and then say, if you tell anyone, I'll kill you. You have to instill Mm. that kind of trust to say, hey, I'm your parent, I'm your mother, whatever happens, nobody's going to harm you. They will have to, like, quote, unquote, do something to me first. I've heard my, my, my own friends say, they have to kill me before they do anything to my kids and i've heard that a million times so if you can convey that i guess to your children at a a early age especially going into like preschool or going into homes of friends like you hear stories about the friend's father might have done something and you think this person is great you hear a ton a ton of horror stories when you're involving children and people who have a predatory eye so you just always have to be on high alert you have to let your kids know at an early age and you got to gauge the people that your kids are around as well too i mean it's hard it's hard because every day we see something worse and worse on the news or we see some mm. kind of id channel true story look they still can't f- find john bonnet's killer like this this shit happens all the time mm. like mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Why you look up? You know who killed No, no, no. I was, I, I was eye-rolling because it's oh. just like, that's just ridiculous. Like, the fact that... That it's still you know, occurring. Case. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, I think when it comes to... Like, when it comes to children, parents are like the first barrier or the first, mm-hmm. you know resource when it comes to what children soak up and learn and and take in right and i feel like as a parent um i'm not a parent but i'm saying as parents or those people in our generation if we take the diligence the due diligence to be the first source of contact to our children about these conversations then they can at least go out into the world with a better understanding of sex than it just being you know, thrown at them with any type, with no type of context or no type of, you know, foundation, right? So, you know, in a case, and not even just talking about, like, the act of having sex, but even sexuality. I think, you know, in certain cases, a parent might not be prepared to have that conversation with a child, but they should probably seek out resources if they do see their younger kid, you know, developing, you know, their identity at a young age. You know, most people these days... You know, the conversation is like, hey, you know, I I could see that my child is having like, you know, gay or homosexual, I guess, behaviors or ideations or, you know, they're curious about this and they want to have a conversation. How do I, as a parent, you know, prepare them and, and how does that work? Right. So I feel like, you know, certain parents are afraid of having those discussions because, you know, I was like, oh, I don't know nothing about that. Or, you know, I mean, I don't want to expose my child to this mad early. Like even the fucking politicians these days are on their bullshit about, oh, we can't, you know, even in Florida right now, the don't say gay bill is some Mm -hmm. bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like they they're injecting that. We're not going to talk about the Santos here. We don't talk about that (laughs) bullshit on this. We're not even giving him airtime. But all I'm saying is it expands like different, you know, areas of our society. But it's like, you know, if we're not even prepared to even express these notions, even on a semantic level, then how can we even prepare our kids for the actual real world that everyone's so afraid to expose them to? Because the real world has all these elements in it. And that's just one pocket of of it that needs to be, you know, catered to. So, I mean, I just feel like people, once again... You know, if you're not prepared to have these conversations, find a resource that could teach them about these conversations and, you know, make sure that your child is prepared in any which way, especially when it comes to the topic of sex, to, you know, approach it on a mature but also safe, safe measure. Like, when I have kids, I want to make sure that they are fully prepared, whether a man, woman, or whatever they identify as. I want them to be completely prepared by the time they are ready to have sex or even thinking about sex, that they have all the information on the table and they can make an educated decision on their own. What are your thoughts about, you know, parents sometimes over-sexualizing their own children? Like, say, look at my my fine-ass son, he's fine as hell. Or, oh, uh, my child is looking extra sexy today. Like... And it might be playful, play, play, that kind of thing. But it's definitely, you know, planting a seed about, you know, saying your child is sexy and not only in regards to your type of relationship with the child, but also other people who might be seeing it, i.e. predatory people who say, if she thinks her son is sexy, well, damn, 
he must be sexy too. What are your thoughts about that? Um, first of all, yuck. Second of all, I think any person who decides to dress their children as their baby mother and or father uh, deserve penetration. But not only just dress, um, but like, no, but like I'm, verbally. But the, right. The verbal thing is one thing, but I'm saying if you're trying to emulate your younger child as your partner in the sense of like, yo, I like the way my man dressed, so I'm just my kid the same. Huh? Weird. To me, weird, personally. But that's a different story in itself. But when, yeah, when I hear that, different. yeah, when I hear that, like, for example, there's nothing wrong with calling your child, oh, you know, my child's handsome, or look at this handsome young man, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's nothing wrong. Or like, you know, in the sense of if you have a daughter, oh, my daughter's so beautiful and pretty, whatever, look at you, right? I mean, I don't know if that's like a false sense of putting beauty standards on kids early. I don't know if that's a, another conversation in that regard. But for the most part, there's nothing wrong with that. Now, to your point, when we get into the realm of like calling my, oh, my little handsome, young, sexy man. Yeah, he's getting all the girls. And it's like, your son is three. Relax. Pipe, pipe down. Now you're being strange. <laughs> your child is all of three. He's not pulling anyone. Let's let's not even. And you hear these narratives all the time. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah so, my son's going to be pulling all these girls when he gets older. Oh, da, da, my son da. is my boyfriend. My son is my king. Like, you know. You need to get yourself on an app, and you need to stop <laughs> dealing oh, with your son. Oh, Lord. Because it's dutty. It's, it's, it's big dutty. It's just, it's not, it's not cool. You know what I'm saying? And we, we have friends, we know that we've had friends that have said these things, or we've seen these notions, and it's just... We've, uh, I've seen it. And, you yeah. know, a part of me, I can see it, I guess, with my experience knowing that it could be damaging, but sometimes it's just, unfortunately, a part of the culture and that's traditions that have been passed down. Maybe their brother used to be called sexy. He'd be like, yeah, he's sexy. And then, you know, turn around, have a son. And then she just automatically says that because she's just been around that element and doesn't see it as something wrong. But somebody else on the outside will watch it. That's what I'm saying, that example. Somebody else who might actually think her son is pretty fucking sexy and try to do something with him as an older woman... That's where it becomes convoluted. And I don't think a lot of people see that until the damage happens. And right. that's why we need to be able to to censor ourselves sometimes and just, you know, be mindful of what's happening around our space because it's a dangerous world we live in, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be someone that either takes that seriously or runs with mm-hmm. it and now they take it a different way. And once again, it's just, it, it's a rabbit hole that, Certainly, we don't want any type of child to have to experience, um, depending on the age that there are. So, yeah, we, we in our generation, we have to be mindful of that. Check people who may do those things and say, yo, man, that's not cool. Just check them at the throat, though. Word. Check them at the throat. I like that. Um, <laughs> just like, yeah, don't do that. You're being strange. You're being Dr. Strange. Let's, let's relax. Um, but... <laughs> Um, just to wrap up, like, I'm curious, what is some advice that we could give to younger people? Or in this case, what is advice that you would give to your younger self? I love, hate those questions, but I guess it applies here. What is some advice you would give to your younger self when it comes to the concept of being curious about sex or sexuality? And how would you like help navigate your younger self through that time? 
It's an interesting question. I would um, tell my younger self, don't be so afraid to ask questions, especially with your parents, because they do care more so, I guess. You know, I was more scared that my parents thought that I wanted to have sex. But Mm. I think just having a more direct and open communication with them. Like, I ha- right now, our communications are great right now. You know, well, whatever. It's great right now. <laughs> but, but my younger self, I would take it a step further and, and reach out and say, hey, mom, I'm curious about this. Can you tell me about it? And then we'll talk about different things in regards mm. to sex instead of just glossing over it and coasting through the normal adolescent childhood age because I think my mother only knew that um, I knew about sex because um, my cousin decided to order the, the, the damn Spice Channel, the pay-per-view thing, mm-hmm. and she caught us watching it because we were sitting there watching it. I was like, what the fuck is this? And not only <laughs> did I get in trouble for that, that I allowed it to happen. I'm like, it's my older cousin. She a bully. What am I supposed to do? Um, it was like... 50 something dollars because she paid for like the whole day because it just ran for the whole day. You know, I, I think they had like, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. It was like a 24 hour thing, whatever time, it is. Yeah. So it was on for 24 hours. So my mother didn't know that you had to pay for it. So when the bill came, that mm-hmm. was even worse. So I was like, I'm never talking about sex at all. Like, <laughs> emotional damage. Like, I was like, <laughs> That's it. I would have, um, and oh, also man. another advice I would have given my uh, my younger self is, um, I would have saved my virginity. I wouldn't say I would have saved it for like marriage or anything like that because mm-hmm. I do. I enjoy sex now, but I would have preferred to have the experience uh, where um, Maxwell sang that woman's worth and had it really special with someone and it would have been something that I could have held on to as a memory. That's that's something I would have changed. Other than that, right. you know, whatever happened throughout my lifestyle made me who I am today. So I'm going to ride it like a feel. Right. Good job. What about you? <laughs> good job. We're talking about, about sex. What do you mean? I know. I get it. I just said good job. That's all I said. <laughs> no, for me, um, I would definitely tell my younger self, do not fall for the peer pressure when it comes to having sex. And definitely to be patient. If I had been patient back then, I would have more than likely had my first sexual experience with my girlfriend at the time. Um, ironically, I was in a relationship when I had my first sexual experience. We're not going to go there. Let's not even dwell on it. We're moving all on swiftly. The point being is... You said is a that, lot in those words. That's why I had to make the face. You said a lot. So I couldn't right. understand the timeline, but go ahead. But we're moving on. We're, why are we even dwelling? We're, we're moving on swiftly. As, because this, this is, is the advice that you would give to your younger right. self. So your younger self... Would have liked a timeline, so it would have right. worked out. All so. right, we're not moving along swiftly enough. This is too slow. Okay, the point being is, um, I would have <laughs> not fallen under the peer pressure, and I would have been patient to have my first sexual experience with the person that I was dating. Um, you know, because. What was your girlfriend? Well, at the time, in college, at the time, my girlfriend was saving 
her virginity for marriage. So for me, it was just like, yeah, I'm on board, oh, but at the same time, so I that, okay. was a horny tone. So your young girlfriend, you didn't have sex with your girlfriend at the time, but with somebody else. We're moving along swiftly. The point being <laughs> is the advice would be is that I should be patient and not fall for peer pressure. Wait a minute. All right, so that was a great oh. episode. Yes, I agree, sis. You so, were in um, a relationship. Make sure and you to decided follow us to on have social media. Sex? At S O P H I G dot com. <laughs> Make sure to follow me and Will on our respective platforms. Guys, we are running out of time. We gotta wrap this up. All right. <laughs> we gotta wrap it up, sis. So I don't understand. Any final words? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> Composure, please. <laughs> Okay, <sighs> I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna go there. Okay, all right. I told. That's I told great myself, advice you would tell your younger self. Look, the answer is I told mm-hmm. myself we don't gotta we don't gotta dwell on it. That's it. All right, that's the answer. I would be more patient. All, all right. right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Right. <laughs> not cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Is there anything else, Rove? Uh, would you like to wrap us up with a, with a segment or so? What you got for us? You know, you said a mouthful, but I think I could still uh, come up with something. <laughs> uh, one thing I have to say, you know, I'm bringing back this Rovey Queen of the Block list. Queen of the Block. block. One thing I want to start blocking is, you know, these streaming systems, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's giving not catered to me anymore. There are too many damn streaming devices, Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, TLC Plus, TLC Go, Paramount Plus, Plus Plus Plus, Pluto This, which is free, but I don't got shit on it, but Flavor of Love and Maury. <laughs> Um, it's giving not what I thought it would have been giving and prime isn't giving what it's supposed to be giving as well too. It's making me miss cable where I could just flip through the channels and find something to watch because we're getting to that point where one Netflix is talking about adding ads to Mm -hmm. their platform now and it's giving not what Netflix was originally supposed to be giving. And all they have is Netflix created shows. Now everything is Netflix. Da-dum. They don't have any good shows. They took up everything from Marvel. There's nothing, nothing worth watching on Netflix no more. That's not Netflix created. Two, mm. if I don't like something on Netflix, I gotta go find it somewhere else. Either on HBO Max, and they're gonna have HBO Max Plus, or they're gonna have Stars Plus. I got to jump from diff to this. I'm lazy. I'm old. I'd rather just flip my channel and go back to cable. Somebody was talking about PlayStation as well. PlayStation has a good uh, platform. The view platform is not that great for me either. It's still not giving what it's supposed to give. Apple TV doesn't give what it's supposed to give. Why do I have to pick and choose? It's not giving what it's supposed to give. I mean, I like Apple TV, but that's neither here. But you like weird shit, so. Wow. Um, All right. Finish up. So, um, back to what I was saying. And then YouTube, uh, YouTube, 
YouTube is YouTube. YouTube TV? Yeah, YouTube is YouTube. Oh, I don't... I'm, so, basically, I'm just tired of just shelling out $20 per uh, streaming device. And especially me, I don't even have time to watch half the stuff. Like, I'm really this close to just not doing any damn streaming advice and just ask friends of friends for stuff because I don't even get to enjoy it. Like I will be wasting mm. my money. I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny, but honestly for me, I, I don't watch TV. And even though I try to tell people to watch stuff and I'm like, Oh, I heard this was a good show. I'll never watch it. Like them. I still haven't watched them. There's a list. Mm. Of, I haven't watched a, a list of shows that I need to watch. Jacob's ladder. My friends were telling me I to mean, watch you're that. I mean, you're booked and busy. We get it. I mean, yeah, no, for but those people who are booked and busy, when I want to watch time. something, but when I want to watch something, I don't want to keep logging into different devices to watch it. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, like, got you. It takes away the, the essence of watching television. But that's just you. the generation it is now. I, I'm in between baby boomers and Gen Z, so I'm always in that transitional period. So we have to transition over into streaming devices. But for me, it's Buddha. I don't want to pay for it. I don't mind streaming if it's for free, but <laughs> it's not. I mean, so I'm blocking streaming devices right now. So, all right. Well, there's that. You can yeah, keep I your weirdo you. Apple TV. Sorry. Well, yes. I Am guess I the age rude? of Netflix and chill is not. It's no longer giving. Ooh, how can you chill with Netflix and? It's not even giving what it's supposed to give. I went to Grenada and I was watching better stuff on in the Grenadian Netflix. Like they <laughs> they had older shows that I enjoyed watching over again that's restricted in the US. Like it's so weird. Like ugh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, Regional yeah. Netflix. I hear you on that. Well, for those of you who got the passwords or is the password holder, you know who you are. <laughs> People using my passwords, and they're going to be mad when the clink, clink. (laughs) Log off. Listen, the day I see an ad on Netflix, it is cancellation. (laughs) They better not try me and talk about, if you want an ad-free experience, please pay $2 more. Excuse me? No. Mm -mm -mm. Not you being robbed by Netflix. Oh, baby. Yeah, they had hope. Maybe we should have our own streaming network. Or they should have the capacity of letting people choose certain shows that they would like from different platforms. Because just because I have Paramount Plus, like, I love watching, like, those real world road rules shit and that old stuff. But I will only watch that. I'm not watching The Lone Ranger on Paramount Plus. Like, I'm not doing that. Let me pick the shows that I want to watch and make create my own, like, schedule yes. platform and then I'll be cool. That'll be fine with me. But I'm not paying this much to watch things that I don't watch. That's what I, I don't you. like. I hear you. Yeah, that's a good point. If anything that deserves to be on the list for sure. Well, if y'all have anything for the block list, make sure to let us know. <laughs> and uh you can send those over to S O P H I G podcast at gmail dot com. Um and we look forward to that. By the time you're listening to this, our website will be out and on the social medias. On the internet. Right. On Beyonce's internet. Right. <laughs> you will be able to access our website, um, sophigpodcast.com, where you can look at all of our episodes on YouTube, listen to all of our episodes on SoundCloud, 
and just uh, you know we have a platform where you can find us and everything. Uh, so please make sure to visit and tell us what you think. And yeah, love love being on the uh, Beyonce's internet just out here shining. <laughs> Um, shining, so, shining, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh it's no, the You didn't like the, it's, the shoulder shimmy? It's, you didn't like that? It's no giving right. me, um, I'm not going to say it. All right, yeah, let's be mature. Let's show growth. How about we I'm still evolve evolving. right now? <laughs> like, guess what, guess what, guess what? May will be my month. January, mm. was it? This, this May will be my month. You know, I, I was something a little, about May. Late start. Something it's, about May. It's a little, just giving. It's a little yeah. little late start, but it, it, that's my month. <laughs> okay. All right, let's lock that in. I, I like to see May do something for you. Wow, wow! Not me trying to give you positive reinforcement. You me. did, and I did I, I took it. All right, and this is where we end the show. Thank you so much for everyone for listening. <laughs> Make sure to catch us on all of our podcast platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also make sure to follow us on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, and on TikTok. Uh, please follow us and interact with us. We are out here. Also follow me and Rove on our respective social medias. And... Yeah, uh, once again, as I mentioned before, if you want to reach out to us, be a guest on the show, or you know, ask us questions, uh, email us at sophigpodcast at gmail.com, and we will read your questions out loud on the show. Yeah, right. we got some questions coming in. Yeah, we could start that maybe next time, yeah. Yeah, next time we will get to that question, mm-hmm. for sure. But until then, thank you all for listening. You know, the, Thank you guys. the weather's getting warmer. Make sure to show some skin and um, please wear your mask because, you know, CDC is walling out here. Don't be that person. Um, you, you can show some skin and, and wear a mask at the same time. Two things can be true. <laughs> anyway. All right. We'll, we God, will bless see. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. Amen. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. Ciao. Say goodbye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby.